Hey everyone, it's me, Coralie, and welcome to my podcast, Coralie's Anxieties. Hey everyone, how are you today? It's um, Tuesday, May 12th. I had to actually look. Sorry. <laughs> what are we talking about today? It's, uh, well, another day of coronavirus, that's for sure. I was actually watching, and I don't know how many of you follow uh, Joe Rogan and his podcasts, whether it's through YouTube or or actually on the podcast site. I do both. I find a lot of it can be very interesting. But this one I watched the other day, I found kind maybe alarming is a good word. I don't know. This He has Elon Musk on, and they're talking about Neuralink. Now, I knew nothing of this. I mean, this is kind of that fantasy conversation, I suppose. But apparently he has brain implant technology. And what Elon talks about to Joe is that this could actually be implemented as soon as a year from now. And yeah, I, it's just a good thing. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> what if one of the things I thought that was kind of funny is that Elon says that, you know, with, 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 Artificial beings, and we keep being told that they're going to be part of our life, part of what's going to happen in the future, and we're going to have to start to deal with it in any way, shape, or form. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be quite strange. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm just kind of having a hard time processing the whole thing. It's, uh, it's weird, right? Hang on a sec. Had some audio problems there. I forgot there was a fan running in the background. Okay, back to where we were. Implant technology, it's very futuristic. So, where was I? Elon says, we're getting prepared for these bots to start doing things. I mean, robots have been in the auto manufacturing for a long time, I think, but where we're actually going to have day-to-day interactions. I think I've talked about some of this before on, on different podcasts, but, you know, going to your barista and it's it's Bob the Bot making your coffee. But he he goes, you know, as, as the future progresses, these bots are going to be smarter than we are. And we be kind of become mundane, if that makes sense. We're the bots perceive us as not being anything more than a tree. And he uses the analogy of going out and actually talking to a tree. You can't have a conversation with a tree. There's no question about it. The tree's not going to answer back. It's not going to be an overly exciting question or conversation, but that would be the kind of the analogy, one of these Bob the bots interacting with humans. You know, there'd be a point where they've programmed themselves so they actually become smarter than than what we allow them to be or or become. So what he talks about is this this brain implant technology is, I guess the long and the short of it is they just open up your scalp, they drill a one-inch hole into your into your cranium, and then they connect electrodes to different parts of the brain, or at least the parts of the brain that they want to interact with with the electronics, and then the little chipset goes into the hole and they sew you up. And and apparently this chipset would be Bluetooth. So it would be monitorable. Um, 
I think some of the applications are actually looking into this for are for, you know, very genuinely good, good ideas. People that are blind, people that can't, can't hear, you know, giving somebody back sight or, or, or hearing with a minor surgery, maybe a major surgery. I don't know. It didn't sound very major based on what he was saying. And I'm sure it's one of those things that gets to the point where it becomes so normal that it just, it's day surgery, but you know, I'm sure for the beginning part of this, it'll be a bit more complicated, but the ability to give sight and hearing back to somebody with this type of surgery is truly amazing. He was also talking about how you could actually use this to, if somebody was quadriplegic or paraplegic, you could actually drill into that part of the skull, put the implant in and give somebody the ability to walk again, have full function of their limbs, which is truly, truly amazing. Um, but I guess where this goes next is there's always that thing that fear that if it's Bluetooth, and I'm sure it'll be Wi-Fi capable, that it can be manipulated by not-so-kind individuals or organizations. So as we progress into the future, and I, I look forward to the future. I'm, I'm Like I said before, I'm a techie. I love, there's nothing I don't love more than some new tech. And I love looking at new tech things and how's that going to make my life better. There's even kitchen gadgets, things that are actually pairing with, you know, Bluetooth with your Wi-Fi. I mean, look at, look at some of these fridges now that they actually tell you what you need in your fridge. And I think we're going to see more and more of that where you won't have to order your groceries. You won't have to go to the grocery store. Your fridge is going to tell you what you need. And if there's things that aren't in your fridge, you'll be able to tell it verbally what you want to add to your grocery list and, and it will automatically order. And then, uh, then you're bought from Amazon or, or fly it over and drop it off at your doorstep and, and, and so on and so forth. I mean, I think these are the things I find actually really interesting where it goes. The, the idea of delivery services being done with bigger drones and the boxes just being dropped off. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's even our cars. Like I love to drive. I I love getting out on an open road and driving. And there's nothing nothing more freeing than that. But at the same time, you imagine you're downtown in your major center and you hail a car instead of a taxi, just a car, a van, whatever, whatever you want to call these things. They pull up. You get in. There's no driver. It's got a, a U-shaped lounge seat, so you and your, your buddies all jump in. You're coming from the pub or from a dinner. You've had extra drinks. Now you're sitting in this car, and it's going to take you, you know, an hour down the road to your home. And you don't have to worry about... This is a big thing, intoxication and being behind the wheel, or or even with marijuana being legal. You'll be able to go out and have fun and not have to worry about how you get home because the car will get you there all by yourself. There were, there was also another thing I seen about this, which was actually the one thing I thought would be really cool because I love Stanley Park. And for those of you that have not had an opportunity to come to Vancouver and walk around Stanley Park or drive around Stanley Park at night, it is definitely a spectacular view. 
But the, what they were saying is, is that with a van, you'll be able to have it set into a dining scenario. So you'll be able to get in. Bob the Bot will serve up your seven courses or whatever, your wine. And you'll be able to go on a two-hour, literally, dinner cruise of the city and seeing all the attractions that you've asked the car to take you through or do or whatever the the tour that is being given based on the price point. So I, I think this is really, really interesting how technology is going to make things better in the future. But this Neuralink technology, as excited as I am for this technology, I'm also very weary and cynical about the whole thing because it, it does sound a bit, <sighs> cyborgish for sure. And if we all have these implants in our head, then it's very easy to control the humans and, and we've lost complete control of our own faculties. So, you know, I mean, it's, where does it go? One of the things that Joe points out or asks uh, Elon is how long will it be before we won't have to actually verbally communicate with another human where that technology is so good you'll be able to give that human standing next to you or across room or over or wi-fi or bluetooth information that you're thinking of and i guess this is kind of two-part because a lot of times we have things on our head and it, and, and people that work in very creative environments where you're trying to express how you feel, what your brain is telling you, doesn't, not all of us have a very good way of actually communicating that information so that the other person completely understands what your vision in your brain is. Just because your brain has to compress the information it's passing around so that your mouth can actually convey that information. And it's an amazing feat our brain can do that. But with this Neuralink chip in, it would actually just be able to be pretty much given to the person that you want to give that information to. Or, and granted, probably anybody that's able to, you know, eavesdrop on that on that communication level. And Elon said, "Well, the reality of it is, and this is what I thought was really alarming. I mean, I think the fact that we could be seeing this in one year's time." His, his reaction to this was, well, you know, five to 10 years. Five to 10 years, that's going to be possible. Most likely 10, but it could be as early as five years. So in five to 10 years, we could have chipsets in our head where we no longer have to actually vocally communicate with each other to, to convey our thoughts. So... You know, I had to think about it because it is kind of scary. That's not that far away. And and Lord knows, I know a lot of people would be hand up, I'll guinea pig, I'll try it. And me, I'm a little bit more cynical when it comes to stuff like that because I do think Big Brother watches and listens. But it'd be kind of nice. You know, you're out, you're having fun, and you decide you need to get home, and all of a sudden there's the car. It's there waiting for you. I mean, you wouldn't even have to tell the car how to get home. It would just know from your brain chipset how to get you home so take you home it would also make keys redundant you wouldn't need a key you'd all have a smart lock on your front door and then 
you would walk up to your door and open it. I mean, we're already seeing this technology in, in our cell phones. And I know one of the things that I'm looking forward to is, and I think the Teslas already have this, this on the vehicle. I don't think Apple has the ability to do it yet, but I think some of the other cell phone manufacturers can. And that's where you have completely keyless car. You walk up to the car with your cell phone, the door unlocks, the car starts. And it'll go to whatever settings you want it to for your for your heat and cooling. The radio station you want, um, windows up, down, however, however you want the car to be when you get into it without actually having to do anything. Just walk up to your car and get into it. So... I guess the cell phone right now is already Neuralink. It, it kind of is, right? Because how many of you out there take your cell phone, you leave it at home, and you're completely beside yourself while you're out? Left my cell phone at home. It's, it's like an appendage is lost. Or if we break it, the anxiety we go through. <laughs> God, I know I've broken a few iPhones, Blackberries. Uh, unintentionally or not intentionally, but yeah, when you when you misplace your phone or lose it, there is some serious fucking anxiety that goes on in most people's brain. It's like we've lost our ability to communicate with other humans or even ourselves. It's it's almost like um, you know, like a weighted blanket. You put a weighted blanket on to help contain anxiety, but it's just your goddamn cell phone. I don't know. Is that where we're going? Is that what's about to happen? Are we going to see this truly come to light in the next year, next five years, next 10 years? I don't know. There's definitely some, some definitely cool implications for this. Um, on the same token, there's also a world where this could be a total disaster. I don't always want people inside my head listening to what I'm thinking. And... With that type of technology in there, I'm sure it'll be easy to do. And and we've all had these experiences where you're in a conversation or in a situation where you don't want to be, and you're just going through the motions. You're at your uh, you're at the in-laws, and you don't want to be there because you don't like most of them, and you just go for your partner. And maybe they know you don't like them, maybe they don't. But with this technology, they will clearly know you'd have a disfond taste for them, which, or maybe it's something else. Maybe it's the, the brother, the sister you got the hots for. I mean, they would then know. You would not have that secret anymore. I think that is, um, that's the part that I don't think humanity's ready for. I don't think we're, as a whole, intellectually strong enough to, contain that feeling and emotion so that people can't dip into it and have a look. So yay, nay, is this something you're looking forward to? Is this something that scares the hell out of you? I gotta say, I'm kind of mixed by this. Like I said, I love technology and there's some definitely cool, cool implications for this. And it probably has under the guise of health reasons will easily be implemented. Because if you're blind, and maybe you could see at some point and you lost your eyesight, and this would give you your eyesight back, or you were 
You became deaf midway through life. This would give you your hearing back. I'm pretty sure I would sign on for that. But what if you have, um, what if you have Parkinson's disease or dementia, Alzheimer's, and this chip will fix that? Do you go for it? Does it prolong life? I think it does. I think, I think we have, and I've got this experience firsthand, somebody in my life getting hit and ran over by a car, somebody I've cared for for the last 14, 15 months. And there was a pretty nasty, pretty nasty situation, and there was a lot of time spent in hospital. There was a lot of time going back and forth to the hospital and, and working, navigating, you know, um, managing my children, getting them back and forth to where they need to be. It's been a long, exhausting experience. Would this chipset stop that? Would it literally prevent vehicles and pedestrians from colliding together? And I think looking at the future, we've seen so many car accidents where we've lost people we love or people that we know. I think with technology progressing, cars that are autonomous, we reduce loss of life and physical injury to a point that's even more manageable than we've ever seen in humanity, except for the point where we didn't have cars. So I don't think the technology will be good enough to stop car accidents from ever happening, but I think there's a chance that it would become so rare it would actually be a physical failure of some component or electronic that would cause that, or somebody's override the system. And I think if you include Neuralink into this for humans, that it automatically becomes an avoidance detection system. So things like heavy equipment and cars and motorbikes, they already know where you are based on this chipset and Bluetooth. So you're within their, you know, their guidance, within their avoidance. Well, maybe there's even more to this that makes it better, but it also makes it easy to be counted. And I think there's a very big part of our population that doesn't want to be counted, not in that capacity. So it's going to be interesting where technology goes. I just thought I would share this. This is my take on the Lee Elon Musk interview on Joe Rogan. Um, I don't know what episode it was. It's recent. It's in the last three or four months. It might even be in the last three or four weeks. But if anything, I'd go. I'd encourage you to go check it out. I think the clip is only 20 minutes long or 25 minutes long. It'll definitely make you think. And it'll, you can sit back and really... Really think the future is here. It's here now. What happens if you have this and it becomes a heads-up HUD inside your head? Everything you need to know is in front of your eyes and you don't physically have to carry anything. You won't be able to turn the mute switch off on your cell phone because it'll be embedded in you. I don't know. <laughs> kind of scary. Looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to see where this all goes and how crazy it gets because I think we're there now. So I don't know. I'd like to hear your opinions. I'm working on a forum setup. So those of you who want to comment on shows, there'll be 
an actual space where we can actually interact. You can give me some feedback, good, bad, indifferent. Doesn't really matter. I think I think this podcast isn't going anywhere anytime soon, just like the future. It's not going anywhere. It's coming. So please look forward to more of my podcasts. I look forward to bringing even more new creative content, more stuff like this. If this doesn't get your fucking anxieties up, I don't know what the hell will. <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys. Peace. Namaste.